evening everyone. So uh, it's back for another podcast with uh, myself Aid. No Mike tonight. Um he was here a bit ago, but but he's gone now. So um yeah, that was weird. His heart's just not in it, I yeah, don't think. I think he's I think the drop off in podcast numbers this week has, has really got to him up. Well you said to crack one out and I was like, Don't tempt me to <laughs> I know. literally crack one out. On the podcast, because I will, if I have to, to get I mean, those numbers up. We definitely get good numbers. Like, if word got out, then, you know, people... Are... I mean, it's not like they could see it, but I'd just scar you for life. <laughs> yeah, yeah, just, yeah, for life as well. I don't think I'd ever recover from that. Was just, there'd be no coming back. No coming back. But anyway, I mean, he, he, he seemed a bit tired. He might have women trouble. You seem like he had both. Yeah, he did seem like he had a lot of things going on in his uh, in his life. So anyway, so he's not here. So it's, it's it's just me and Rob. Rob, you were away last week, obviously. You missed last week. Best podcast ever, voted by <laughs> just me on my own. So how many times could you vote uh, one person, Mo? Because it seemed like there was 10,000 votes. There was no limit. All yes. Yeah, All category. <laughs> the poll, you could vote yes. Categorically yes, unequivocally yes, and then kind of no. They were the four options, I think. Yeah, well, you know, as the first as three were uh, padded out. Yeah, but there was no nose. No nose, no. Yeah. Um, so yeah, so uh, where, you were you were back home last week, weren't you? Yeah, I did the um, did the deed. Went home, see the parents. Me and Mike have we made a pact a few months ago that while we both live here, that someone's got to do for. Mm. the trip home a bit more uh, frequently than we have done so I was like I've got a week off I'll I'll go home for a week and a bit and chill out and Fair. do nothing so um, yeah I met a few met a few mates chilled out with parents obviously the parents house when you're back over there you do absolutely nothing uh, okay um, <laughs> yeah, fine. Sorry, I got got a bit distracted. Yeah, I know you did. I was just saying, like, you know, I um, I went went home, saw a few, a few of my lads in the evenings and stuff. But a lot of my day was just chilling out at the parents. And like I said, that you weren't actually listening. You don't <laughs> do anything at your parents' house. No, of course not. You barely leave the couch. <laughs> yeah, exactly. If possible, you, you know you. You get wake up, you have a wash, maybe a coffee, then you in an ideal day you just sit on the couch. Yeah. Yeah, I had a last time I was back I spent a lot of time on But on I'm the still couch. at the point Mo I know you guys mentioned this a while ago, where like I'm still quite fresh from moving. So I've mm. still got, you know, people that I can knock about with and stuff. Yeah, that must make it nicer because I'm I'm out. I'm out of people in the morning. There's none left. <laughs> so. Well, no, yeah, when like when Mike goes home, he doesn't leave the house, really. Yeah, so, yeah, it's... it's. So I had to sort of, like, sort of combine it. So I had to mix it up and, you know, make sure I'm spending enough time at home to satisfy, obviously. Yeah, because that's, that's one of the problems with, like, that's one of the things that kills it off as well, like, because if you're only home for a weekend, it's a bit hard to sell it to the parents. But um, 
But you're not going to actually see him. Yeah. It's like, yeah, I'm just, you know, this is just where I sleep. Yeah. <laughs> I'm using oh, this because oh, there's a beddy. Yeah. There's a It won't but, cost me anything, but... But, but yeah, yeah we, so, they get a so bit. I went out, like, I tried to... I think it was like nine days. I tried to sort of do one every two days. Hmm. But I, I think I texted you, I was like, I forgot what drinking every day is like. Yeah, it's... Even, like, the little bits, you know, like in an evening mm. and then... So then I went out on the Friday night. So I went home on the Friday. Then the week after Friday, yeah. I went out. And I was only going to go out sort of casually. I even put a hood on. Like yeah, a hoodie yeah. on. So I was like, this this means that I can't get in clubs and stuff. Yeah, so yeah, you're so, safe. Um, I wasn't safe, Aid. <laughs> I weren't safe. That's like, hurt. So I went out with my mate. We had a good laugh and stuff. And and seen him since uh, the stag that he went to in Munich in hmm. late March, which was which was pretty fun and had its own stories. But yeah, I think the, we've done those <laughs> on the podcast. But then we were sort of like, should we just stay out for a bit? You know, go a bit old school like we used to. And then because it was Friday, like Warrington's weird. Like Friday's not a big. I mean, it's big, but Saturday's for you know the main night where yeah, exactly like everyone that. goes out. So Friday, they'd let you in with anything on. And I mean anything. <laughs> like, you could go out in Hawaiian shirt and, you know, sport shorts and, and get in somewhere. Like, they'd just let you in. <laughs> yeah, that's right. So right, I was right. like, oh, I'm all right. Forgot that Friday, they just want anyone in. So I ended up staying out till about half five in the morning. And on that Saturday... I was just a writer. Like, <laughs> I when I was younger, I could do the old get in about six and then be up at 12. I can't do that. Like, I only got up when I looked at my phone and it was 15 minutes away from my NFL fantasy draft. Yeah, that's... And I'm like, I don't want to, like... Yeah, so I, I somehow got, like, <laughs> got myself out of bed, <laughs> went downstairs, made a coffee, told everyone that... You know, I can't talk so I've got something to do on the computer. Ran back upstairs, loaded up the draft client, <laughs> and just got there in time. But what happened at my parents' house, which is amusing, is I don't live there now. And they don't obviously see me. Yeah. Uh, they've replaced me with a Mauritian surrogate son. <laughs> so what's happened is uh, at Birchwood, you know, the business park. You have a virtual business park and there's all sorts of the companies one, and stuff. Yeah, the it's, one on the way to Birchwood. Oh, uh, no, the one in BNFL. So it's like past locking stuff. Oh, on, that one, yeah. It's yeah. on the way to the no Risen Prison. Way. Yeah. So yeah. it's like no, there's I loads know. of stuff there. It is a big one, so it probably yeah. does back onto where you're saying as well. Mm. So like, there's a guy. There was two, two Mauritian like fellas who came over to do, like, um, work because their company were taking over some English, like, hmm. company. So, they, you know, they had to, like, see how it's done so they could, you know, go back over and, you know, be better at their job and with it, take over the clients that the English company had yeah. and all that jazz. Uh, so, like, one guy, I mean, over, like, five months, and then this other guy came over, my dad think he knows his gran or mum one of the two so then like his mum or gran got in contact with my dad and went vast he's called vast like he's over in birchwood 
that's near you. Like, do you want to you know, get in That's ridiculously near. And then my dad was like, yeah, yeah, like, sure. So then my dad went to his, like, flat, you know, to just see it was safe and just, you know, check everything out. And then he's just been coming to our house, like, on the weekends and stuff. <laughs> Amazing. So, like, when I was there, when I came over on a Friday, I was um, in the car on the way back and my dad was like, have you got plans for tomorrow? And I'm like, to be honest, probably not. Just like, chill out and do nothing. He was like, oh yeah, we've got uh, this guy coming round. Like, he, you know, can't wait to meet you. And so I was like, we're not an arranged marriage. Like, you know, as long as like, you've had like some sort of profile on it, on me and just sent it over and gone, you'll love him. You'll hit it off like a, like a house on fire. So I was like, yeah, sure, mate, whatever. Like, if I was still living now, I would have gone, you know what, mate, I can't be... <laughs> yeah. can't be asked, but I was like you know what yeah whatever and like he was really nice to be fair and I took him to plough my dad was like take him to the pub so I was like I'm not taking him Jolly Falls staff because that's rough as that I've never been inside me neither I don't want to go inside <laughs> I was like I'm not taking him there the mill house is one of those places where if you've never been in they just give you a look of like who's this bloke I've never been in mill house either I've been in once and I was like, nah, it's, it's fine. Like, the plough's like the neutral. Like, mm. it's not the closest out of any of them for us, but it's a neutral. You go in there and everyone sort of uses it as like a little hangout. Like, I wouldn't imagine they have that many regulars, maybe just the ones who eat food all the time there. Yeah, I mean, I would have thought the plough's regulars are older people. Not like... <laughs> so, anyway, the plough's weird, but like, if you get there about half eight, it's rammed. Like, you can't mm. move. By about nine, it's, it's gone. Yeah, it's gone, it's, and uh, so from about nine thirty till about ten thirty, there was maybe three sets of people, you know, just there, just having a drink and stuff. And so they only had one person at the bar, and mm. there's this group of workers who were on like the corner of the bar. And to be fair, I thought they worked at the plow, you know, because they were sat sort of like at the bit where the you know, like in a bar, there's always a gap where someone, you know, but yeah, workers can walk, walk in and out. The bar, yeah. They were just sat at that bit. So I just assumed that. <laughs> so then one guy comes in at about 10.30 with his girlfriend. And then there's just one worker just sort of walking around and, hmm. you know, not really doing the bar constantly. He's just walking about. And then this guy seems a bit exasperated, but I have no service. And then one of the guys who I thought was the workers just gets behind the bar and goes, okay, help me, mate. And then this guy, this guy thought he was a worker. And he was like, yeah, mate, can I have a glass of red wine and, and a Heineken? And then the guy went, yeah, sure, mate, but I can't, like, work the pumper out because I don't work it. And then he just walks up and started cackling and then went to his mate and gave him, like, a high five. It was so weird. Uh, mate, I turned away and just started laughing profusely. I said to you before, it's one of the old stories, mate. It's probably not that funny if you're not familiar with the workings of just like a normal working class town, but oh, it was just insane. Like, just a guy would have the temerity just to get from walk behind the bar, walk up to a pub. This of a joke. <laughs> Like, he took the joke so far, but he actually was 90% of the way through actually doing the job. Uh, I remember guy, to be fair, the guy saw the funny side of it. <laughs> but yeah, I was, I was like, that's... I'm home, 
basically, that's when it dawned on me that I'm actually home. <laughs> a man pretending to be bowed up. And that's in, in the plan not... where it's not at all, like, raucous. No, not even... Not even just a bit. That's... That is weird. But, yeah, the Mauritian bloke who I was with... He was like, yeah, it's really... So I didn't want to take him to a place where I'd feel uncomfortable because I'm a bit of a nomad as well. So I was like, well, go away because it'll be nice and peaceful. And he was like, it's all right, miss. I was like, you know, it does a job. And, you know, Shannon came out and we stayed out for a couple of hours. But like I said, the plough, it's a weird place because people do just drop in and out. Yeah, like it's, it's never a it's never it's a place a that anyone. Place, yeah, you don't end there. No, no, no one, one ever ends. Except me on several occasions. I mean, I end there now. Yeah, but I, well, that that's where um that's where we took Francesca and our Kev's missus, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. Speaking of which, by the way, I was distracted a minute ago by text messages telling me to stop scraping the chairs on, on the floor because apparently Francesca's trying to sleep. Just, so, just, so who sent you it, Mike? Both of them, separately. Um, have I got one? Nah, 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 you're not important enough to have one. So, just, you know... Yeah, just, I'm, I'm not at all uh, senior enough. So just something to think about, like, try, try not to... But have I been now. doing that? Has that just been you? I, I, I didn't assume that you've been doing it, well. I don't know, maybe before I had settled in, I'm sure I'd probably scraped them along the floor a bit. Maybe. Yeah, I mean, I, you know... Just, just thought I'd share that with you, just in case you felt the need to, 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 to do it. But, to be fair, Mike's is very much a... Mate, I, I really could use not getting more now, could you? Yeah, he's, he's, But, yeah. um, yeah, on the way back, it took me seven hours to get home. Oh, yeah, you said, yeah. So what happened with the trains were... Obviously, Euston was short for the weekend. So I had to navigate my way through that. But then up north, I don't know how people are coping with it, but trains are just all over the place. Is it that bad? So it took me what should be a 20-minute journey from Warrington Central to Manchester Piccadilly an hour and 20 minutes. Jesus, why? It took me like an hour and 20 minutes. We were just stuck at like Oxford Road for ages. And then that train was going to Sheffield, so my whole point was just, look, the closest, the quickest I can get home is four hours. So I was like, if I can do to Sheffield, which was like an hour and 20 or something like that, and then from Sheffield to hmm. King's Cross was like two hours or so, two and a half hours, something like that. Yes. Once you get on that one, you know you're okay. So I got it got it early from Warrington. I was like, I should get home by about six. Hmm. And that wouldn't be too bad. So on this train... From Warrington to Sheffield it takes like an hour and twenty to get from Warrington to Manchester. Then we get to Stockport, which is the one stop before Sheffield, hmm. and they're like, "We're terminating the train," and it's roasting as well. It's like proper hot. Yeah, it was hot that day. Yeah, I was like pretty happy that I was wearing shorts, but it was so warm. And then I get off at Stockport, and then this guy goes, "Yeah, to get your connector to Sheffield, you're gonna have to go." back to Manchester because we're not getting trains through to Sheffield from here so I was like alright that makes sense there's one in like a couple of minutes that's fine and then we get to (laughs) Manchester Piccadilly from Stockport and then I get the Manchester Piccadilly train to Sheffield and then the guy on the tannoy goes yeah it's all running fine now so we will be going through all the stations and I'm like 
ads. You told me at the start of the port that that wasn't an option. So yeah, in that's, the, that's cold. In about a three-hour stint, I was at Stockport Station twice. <laughs> don't know if any of our listeners have been to Stockport no. Station. It's not the kind of place you want to go to just that one time. Maybe. And then I got to Sheffield and missed a connector. So then I had to go to a place that I've never heard of called Retford from Sheffield. That doesn't sound like a real place, mate. <laughs> like, at it all. It just looked like, weird. I think I it's not... I feel like you've made up that. Well, it's on the way to Lincoln, apparently. I don't actually fully know where Lincoln is, you know? It's, uh, I don't know what their actual county is, hmm. but it's quite east, I think. I think. Oh, yeah. Like, it's East Midlands, hmm. I think. I'm not overly sure. Did you Did you get to see any of Retford, or...? Uh, no, I was just in the station. I was like, I don't want to start walking about, because I'll probably get lost. So, thankfully, I got from Retford to uh, King's Cross. I was like, oh, King's Cross, I can get to Hammersmith and City, be nice and easy. I get get home to King's Cross. Yeah, I meant to text you about that. No Hammersmith and City, man. <laughs> yeah, I meant to, didn't mean to text you so about that. You know, oh, I was um, at age 10 years by the time I'd got home. Because like, on the Saturday, I was, I was working on the Saturday, and I was working in Newby. So which I have to get like a train from from Paddington, so like I I found out in the exact same way, but I got up early and I was going to get this this train. And luckily, because it was so early on a Saturday, the the bus took almost the same time, so I still managed to catch the train. And my story ends <laughs> with me getting a McDonald's breakfast and the train, and it not taking seven hours, um, making me the winner. Obviously. But yeah, our train was so hot on one of the routes I was on that like a woman just passed out. Yeah, like that's it was insane. Pretty hot, yeah. But it was just overcrowded. I think it was more about how overcrowded it was. So she passed out, stood up. Yeah, that's not what you want. <laughs> did that, so what? What happened with, with that? Did did she get off or did no? She because we weren't. We were just in the middle of nowhere. We were in Yorkshire, but like all I saw was like you know the opening credits from Emmerdale. <laughs> that's all I saw out the window so I was like I don't know where we could possibly stop and let someone off so she just had to so like everyone through. who had water give her water hmm. and then someone who was sat down got up and let her sit down you reckon it was all part of a devious scene <laughs> yeah. to, I mean, to make yourself pass out I mean, to go at great lengths it's fabulous it is fantastic commitment is all I'd say um, yeah uh, yeah, it was a, it aged me about ten years getting out. Yeah, I haven't had. I don't think I've ever had it that bad. To be fair, like, and the I've worst thing, it, like I've obviously that. travelled more on the plane and stuff, but seven hours of train travels just it hurts, man. That is grim. Like that is real grim. Like, like it hurts. I've got when I sign away next week. When I get back, I'm, so I'm flying back from Ireland into Birmingham Airport. And oh, then I've got you've settled on Birmingham. Yeah, and I've got like a four-hour um, train journey over to Wales. I mean, you remember that thing about when Robbie Savage like got all all those pelters for leaving Birmingham for Blackburn because it was closer to Wales. <laughs> like, I don't. I feel like it doesn't take four hours for Blackburn. I think he might have had a point. You know, lads. It's <laughs> a long time to be on that train, but like it is because my parents are going somewhere in Snowdonia. And meeting them there, it's like a, it's quite a small and crap bit of um of of what, not crap, sorry, that's a bit harsh, but it's in like cause it's in Snowdonia, it's like quite a remote bit. Yeah. So it's you know it's one of those where I don't. Be one of those places where you just be off the grid. Yeah, and like out for that. That train from Birmingham, 
like in like I imagine in about 30 miles spell we'll, we'll go through about 18 stations or something but yeah um, so that, that's that's me next week this week I've as you know not not, not done a huge amount because of my illness <laughs> um, I have been been very ill for, for the last three days I've just recovered in time for the podcast I've got one day of work before I go on holiday so you know we're all I'm well glad I'm back. We're all pretty jazzed that you've you've made a full recovery. <laughs> yeah, I mean there were doubts through through large portions of it. I think I think we all, you know, you secretly were... wondered whether it would ever end. <laughs> you weren't yourself. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. I mean, dark it was, real dark. Um, but yeah, so uh, so, so so yeah, that's that's been my week. But um, I was in Mackey's yesterday. And what was quite amusing is all the Mackies now. So I'll just I'll just make a disclaimer: Mackies have the best baseline for standard of fast food. Like it's never shit. Yeah, we've discussed this here in the past. Like I don't know if it's been on podcast or not, but like KFC is the absolute. Like, <laughs> yeah. There's like KFC. There's no discernible average. It's just like like KFC is. Like, it's it's always random. it's high floor. Uh, um, high ceiling, low floor. Yeah, like, KFC. There's no in between, is there? Yeah, they could like they could serve you anything in a KFC. Like the thing with KFC is you have to pinpoint the good times to go. Yeah, you do. Whereas Mackeys, yeah. you can stroll in at any time as long as they're open, and their standard is, you know, it's yeah. never crap. No, it's always gonna be. It's pretty much always like the only thing that's really varies at all in Mackeys is. Obviously, the, the, the fries vary a bit because of how they've been cooked, but like, the burgers just vary on temperature, other yeah, than that. So, um, I was in Mackey's, and a lot of them, most of them around here have the machines, don't we, where you have to... Yeah, the self-service The self-service yeah. ones. So, the first story was, they were all out of commission, apart from one. And then, this guy came out with an A4 sheet, saying it's out of order as well, used for till. Yeah. But you know what people just started doing? No. Just take it... Because the actual screen was fine. Yeah. So it wasn't like the, all the other um, like self-service ones where, you know, it actually said on the screen when it's out of commission. Like, this guy just came and stuck an A4, like a piece of paper saying it was out of commission, but you could actually see the screen and stuff. Like, I used it about five minutes before he came out. And it worked. Yeah. So then people saw the screen and just kept taking his paper and just putting it on, like, the other like, self-service machines and carried on using it. And I think you could see his face, because I think he was one of the managers, because he had, like, the actual yeah. shirt and tie and stuff. And he was always like, but what's, why are they just waiting there, you know, at the bit where you pick stuff up? Yeah. Why am I coming to the till and ordering? And I think he cottoned on that people had just been taking his sign. Because <laughs> this happened like three times where he'd go looking, see where the sign was, put it back on the screen where he originally put it on. Then he'd go back. Then someone would see that the screen was still a normal screen. Then just carry on and proceed into... What is with that? Like, I, I, I don't know what he was... No, what the like, actual what's, thing was. What's with people and their weird... I mean, it looks like it's working, so I'm just going to ignore a sign telling me that it's not. Like, for the people who moved it, did they get their food off? I think so. So why would I... I don't know, mate. And then there was people, though, stupidly... This is another thing. When it says on the on the, the screen that it's out of order, still trying to 
press the screen like it's going to magically start working again. Yeah, you love a bit of that. <laughs> it's like people at cash machines. <coughs> You know, yeah, like if, yeah. if you, front, you use a cash machine, it doesn't work. You turn around to the guy behind you goes, oh, it's not working. And you go, no, it's not, mate. He'll still try and use it anyway. But yeah, there was, there was one woman who, she must have pressed four of the screens to just magically hope that they were going to turn on or do something. Feels like she could have just gone to the, uh, to the main till and in then, that uh, time. And, 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 just and then one the thing, <laughs> and the other story that made me laugh so much was, well, I was waiting for my food. This young girl comes down. This young girl comes down and goes, uh, "There's been a mistake." And she opens. She has the box. You know, the twenty chicken nuggets in. Yeah. And goes, "There's only seventeen in." <laughs> like as if you'd actually count. <laughs> like proper count. And, and hey, I just turned. I, I didn't want to laugh in her face, but I just turned away. <laughs> I think I put my fleece over my face. <laughs> I mean, fair enough, mate. At the point that you've ordered 20 chicken nuggets, <laughs> you've obviously invested in chicken nuggets. Like, they mean a lot to you at that point. I've but never think, been able to get behind them. But, but I think even the guy we she gave the box, he was like, yeah, whatever. Because <laughs> when her, she became about the eighth priority in the kit. <laughs> yeah. Just, yeah, you'll get your free chicken nuggets, don't, don't worry. I don't know, what do you expect? Well, do you expect to just get free, or do you now expect a fresh 20? I don't know. Because um, I'd, 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 I'd be fine with just having three topped up. Because I don't know, but my um, my order got processed like almost straight after that. So I didn't sit. I saw that she, because I went and sat upstairs. She came and sat back upstairs hmm. with her friends and that. So I don't know how it played out, though, whether she was just happy with three extra. or I mean, what I do is I take the box, acted like I put 20 in. Fresh, man. Really, put three in. Yeah. How would you ever know? That's a fast food place. Yeah, I mean, like you say, I, I, that's just weird. It's almost as annoying. Well, she wasn't that annoying to be fair. There's that story I told you about the woman who just ordered fries. Yeah, that's weird. And then like <laughs> about four dropped onto a train, and she demanded a fresh batch. Yeah, I don't. I honestly don't get that. Like, where where do you think you are? Like, that's just yeah, weird. Really, Mackies. <laughs> like, don't don't be bringing your shit to Mackies. <laughs> uh, they run a tight ship here. They do, yeah. I mean, they. But you know, it comes on trays. You know, it's going to touch your trays. <laughs> yeah, exactly. That's, like that's the whole deal. Like the one I had yesterday, it felt like you just tipped my fries up in the bag for a laugh. I love it when they do that. Because in the actual carton, it had about five. It's one of my favourite bits of McDonald's fries, is finding the bits yeah, of the ones yeah, that right, are I love that. Finding the extra ones. <laughs> yeah, they're, they're like a bonus. But yeah, apparently not to everyone, Rob. Not to everyone. Not round these streets, anyway. Nah, mate. These main streets. Have you seen... But obviously you have seen, but we've got the weird street... What was it called? Is it Street... Um... Not so, maybe St. Helens Street Festival. Yeah, that's for one. You're not here for that, are you? No, I'm probably going to miss it. You're like I was thinking... happy that you're missing it. Uh, we'll probably come back to this in, in a bit, but... Because originally I was going to come back on the Sunday. I might come back on the Saturday night so I can catch uh, Canelo Golovkin. Fair play to you. That's, yeah. It's good yeah. tactics. So I'll have had, you know, I'll have had... I was going to say, the parents would appreciate that you've had the days preceding Saturday. Yeah, so I don't think... Like, I'll be around Saturday long enough to do... I've told you this before, my mum is obsessed, obsessed with doing um, 
uh, goals galore coupon of, of a Saturday. <laughs> like a, a, goes bet fed, gets gets goals galore coupon. Picks. She does two two lines of six teams at like the three o'clock games and just sits there and watches soccer Saturday. Anna, like we all do. Yeah, and attempts to <laughs> to, to, to win. Does she have any um, like methods of madness or? Yeah, she seems to. But like, I mean, it's it's not massively scientific, but it's yeah, just based yeah. on. As in, like, she doesn't sit and look through stats, but obviously because she does it every week. Well, if I remember, because I just do it solely online mm. now, so I don't do coupons. I don't really go into shops anymore, but when I used to, on, like, Goals Galore coupons or whatever, mm. they'd have the league table on the back. Oh, I never checked. So I'm they'd sure have something on the back that would help you a little bit. Mm. Okay, yeah, I don't know if that's fair. Um, I'm not sure that they do, but... But yeah, I mean, like she's been doing it for so long. She's like miles better at it than I. Because <laughs> like, she's obviously, you know, she particularly as the season goes on, like through trial and error and just remembering, like she she obviously by about halfway through is decently good at picking who's likely to 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 have both teams score. She wins about three times a year, I reckon. That's not like, bad. It's not terrible for like a, a six full accumulator thing. Um, just on old school as well, because it's always a tricky one because you can get. No, it is. You can get uh, spotted quite easy. Right? Yeah, this uh, Saint Helen Street Festival. Yeah, I'm not sure what the deal with it is, or like what it'll be like. I've been to it twice, I think. I've seen it once, and it was the time. It must have been in its infancy because this was at least five, six yeah, years. Yeah, it claims ago. this is its eighth year, and it's its eighth year, and it was the time when you were working on the Saturday. <laughs> yeah. And yeah. there were people barbecuing. On the doorstep. <laughs> That's in, like, and just people sat down. Like, it was hard to get out the flat. It was, yeah. It was like a lad's. Like, me and Mike went it. out and we opened the door and some woman just sat on the doorstep and we're like, uh, can we move? And she's just looking at us like, like we'd, you know, wave dog shit at her or something. <laughs> in all fairness, there was no need for you to do that. No. <laughs> but... But yeah, it's it's a bit weird because it claims it's got live music this year, which I don't remember being a feature. I mean, of if any it's the music from that church across the way on the Sunday, then yeah, I'm gonna someone's gonna catch hands. I don't know who. <laughs> You'd but. suspect it is. And then a Pims bar. It's a bit late for Pims. Although yeah, people who yeah, people yeah. who like Pims will tell you it's never too late for Pims. But, but me and you had this conversation when we first saw the flyer. Pims is an early summer drink. Well, I just always associate with Wimbledon, so that's July. Yeah, so like it's a like Pims is a the first flush of oh look it's it's hot we can you know we can have a barbecue we'll have Pims and then basically once you're used to it being hot you just go back to whatever you normally drink and like you know seems seems real late in the day for Pims I feel like I've not checked the weather either I feel like by this by net a week Saturday weather's going to be at best on the turn you'd imagine so. Yeah. They've just made a weird, like, two till seven as well. It's a, a weird timing thing. That's an, yeah, that is really odd, like, you'd think. I mean, that's prime time. It is prime time, baby. Yeah, that, that's, that's, you'd think, you know, surely, I mean, you, you've got to be aiming at it, yeah, kids, because, you know, how it, I'm like, that's, that's strange, I'm surprised it's not, I would have expected it to be like a, a ten till three type deal. Yeah, I would have thought they'd, they'd hit the, the late them, morning, mid-afternoon slot. Yeah, 
I mean, you know, it won't be shit because I won't be it, but given that some years it would have the potential to wake me up, I'm glad they don't. But <laughs> I mean, for their own, own sake, I suppose if they're selling alcohol and stuff, they're obviously not aiming at kids, or at least not entirely, but still a bit weird. I don't know, what adult likes a dog show? I don't know. People go to cross. <laughs> or face painting. I mean, yeah. they look like they are trying to target kids in some way. Yeah, it's a strange, strange looking event, but like. There is a surprising amount of space down there, like, you know, for, for stuff like that. There's, well, there's it, it's like, um, I don't know if you've ever experienced this. I did, when I lived in America, for like five, six months last year, like a block party. Mm. But like... No, I've never experienced one. But no. this is like a little bit too organised for a block party, you know what I mean? Yeah, so like, this seems like, well, like this, is, this claims to be the eighth annual one, so... Are they sponsors on the bottom? Like, it's got sponsors? Yeah, it's got sponsors, yeah. Not real sponsors. Oh, well, I mean, one of them's for church. That does not count. <laughs> <laughs> Given that these people essentially organise this. Is that Mount Grange? that the Mount estate Grange, agent? Yeah. yeah, it's just... I mean, they, they are essentially here as well. So. But yeah... Baz hasn't sponsored this. <laughs> yeah, good Baz. I, I, I do want to know how he's going to get involved. I mean, he must surely get involved. I think he's on face painting duties, mate. Face painting or arts and crafts. Hopefully, he does a live music. Well, I think that would be <laughs> sensational. Off his phone. Off his phone. You're going to say off his face, <laughs> which would be incredible. Just bars off his face. He might be. He might be. It might be the one weekend but he's about to cut loose in the year. Incredible. I would love to see that. Um, yeah. So, 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 yeah. That's that's happening. So, uh, You'll have to report back on what that's like. Might like tweet Yeah, you could do it on the podcast uh, Twitter, which has no followers. <laughs> that's a lot. Yeah, We've yeah. got me and you and one other man. And uh, we need we need the fans to get involved there. We do, yeah. We we certainly do. Um, but I don't I don't know how to get them involved. Like uh, maybe because I did do the link like the the Twitter handle last last time. Well, maybe people didn't get it right or something. So it's the, the Twitter handle is is so it's at Aid Mike Podcast. So it's A D E M I K E Podcast, all one word. So you know people should follow us because I mean you know they they just should. I've got no real reasons, but 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 they definitely should. Uh, anyway, so moving on from that, shall we uh, should we talk about a little bit of sport as well? Maybe as well as Central give the fans what they want. All right, so. Uh, should we have a quick rundown of the older Premier League? Not really been a lot going on. It's more or less just gone to form. Yeah, I mean, apart from the... I mean, the aberration of West Ham. And United as well. United, yeah. But Liverpool and Chelsea, more or less... General starts. I mean, Chelsea have obviously had Arsenal, which was uh, which they just about got through. Yeah. Uh, but again, Arsenal are also a team in transition. So yeah. it's not what it used to be. No, it's not playing them. And Liverpool have had... I mean, I've not watched... I didn't watch what Leicester. No, I didn't um, see that. I mean, not not ridiculously easy, but it's been... Like, watch, Tottenham away... I didn't watch Leicester, week. but Palace, they, they weren't fantastic, but, but still won. Brighton weren't fantastic, still won. Mm. I mean, people always say, don't we, that oh, it's good to win like this. You don't want to do it throughout the season, but it is good to get it out of the way Yeah, it's one early of the, on. Me and Mike had a quick discussion about it in the podcast without you, because like, he's of the opinion that... So it can go either way. Like if, if you're not performing but getting results, it can be hard to tell the difference between are you 
a really good team not not playing well and this is your flaw or essentially are you as good as your performances and just getting results at the minute and they will not almost inevitably tail off um i think liverpool are, are better than this like they're, they're clearly better than this they've played better so so it should should be viewed as a positive oh, they've got tottenham aren't they will be a good game be interesting because uh Tottenham themselves obviously are just off that defeat to Watford, who again not really going to form. I had them no, to get relegated. I had them seventeenth, I think. Yeah, I mean they making a mockery out of you, mate, and me. To be <laughs> yeah, more you than me. I haven't, haven't relegated. <laughs> yeah, you had them nearly relegated. It's, it's the same thing. But uh, but Watford have they've done well to again though. It's not like Richarlison did out in the last three quarters of the season. It wasn't no. like they were replacing that much, in theory. Well, I might mention that briefly as well. Like, I think that Pereira guy is better for them. Well, he's, he's better. He's he'll, be he'll be... Yeah, yeah. Oh, but, he, he was playing when Richarlison was, but it, it seems like they've gone a little bit more hmm. about their centre-mid. So, Decore, Will Hughes, yeah. Pereira, they've gone a bit more... We'll beat you down the middle. Yeah, so I mean, more as like, you know, as a standard bearer than like, like for like. I think well, last year a... and stuff, maybe not last year, but he's when still... they first got in the prep, they were playing 3 5 2. Mm. And they were playing 3 at the back, Watford, and trying to hit you with width. But yeah, they seem to have realised that their central midfield is by far the strongest part of their team. Yeah. They, they play decent stuff. I didn't watch them against Tottenham, but I've seen their other games and. Yeah, I mean, it's always that's it's always a thing with, with, with a club like what, but it's surprising how many teams don't just go, what are we best at, and then try and do it. Yeah, because my thing with Watford was I thought they had a lot of players that could, if they get on a bad run, they're not going to be the lads to muck in. Yeah, but, that's why I thought they'd struggle. But, you know, it's early and stuff, but they look good. Yeah, I mean... Like, they look real, like... They I, don't know if, I don't think they'll finish, like, 8th or 7th or out, but... But, yeah, they're not going to be... They look, they're not going to They look decent in, in key areas. Yeah. Um, so, like, individually, like, there's not been too many, like... McAllison's obviously scored a few goals, but there's not... Like, a lot of the big players haven't really started yet. Like, obviously, a lot of them have missed... From, from a lot of them are just sort of coming back into it, like you yeah. said. So, like, Hazard's only just started playing, but to be fair, it does look like he's going to have an absolute party this year. Um, and Pedro has started well. He has started well, yeah. Like, Salah's started relatively slowly, considering. Um, I mean, he has scored two in, in four, is it, or something? Yeah, but for a man who's scored. Yeah. <laughs> has well, he scored two? I've heard only scored one. He scored first game, and then he scored for Brighton. Oh, yeah, he did, yeah. Uh, goal, but well, maybe it's I think just former players just in general haven't really got going. It no. seems like it's one player a week that'll win them the game. No, Mane's done well. Mane's, Mane's started well. Yeah. But like, for Kane me, Kane has been Harry Kane, obviously. Um, it's been August, though, so probably, yeah. This <laughs> he has scored in August, this year. So. He's way ahead of normal. Um, Kaku obviously scored twice for United. That, that was nice. Needed that. But Mavata's been a can't believe you convinced me to believe in that. <laughs> Again, no, I'm not so much believing in him. It's I'm believing in the, the team system. Yeah, he's his time at Chelsea's limited. Like he, he is, he is the their biggest. Look, you need we need an upgrade on you, mate. Yeah, it's going to be interesting to see what they do though, because mm. Higuain is at Milan. 
so that way he yeah. can't, can't get it. He seems to have been first choice this year. If yeah, they could have so. got him. And, and he's not they... younger guy, you know, I don't know. He's, he's knocking no, on. No, he's so, over 30 now. Yeah, so... Yeah, that'd be interesting. But, um, yeah, like we say, not much... Not much really to, to speak about Premier League-wise, I don't think. No, I mean, after you get past all the United stuff, which is the same stuff it's been for a while, like, there's nothing new there, it's no. just more of the same. Uh, yeah, there's not too much else going on. Like, Watford are the only real big story for me. And West Ham are a big story. Yeah, but they're kind of West Ham as well. But the, the games time. they've played, though, like, when you yeah. when you think about we have played Liverpool away and Arsenal away. Yeah, I know they've got to be beating Bournemouth at home and taking Summit from Wolves, but it's mm. not like they've played four easy games and they've come away with nothing. No, I wouldn't be that worried. No, I wouldn't. I think. Um, I think you've got to believe in what you signed up for. Pretty. Yeah, much. exactly. And you've got to, you know, you've got to be, you've got to stick with. Like he, he can sort this out. Like he's, essentially, he's like, not done a shit job anyway. No, and what what's your real alternative now? Like. Basically, if you wanna, if you wanna get rid and get someone else in, you could go down the um, the palace route. But essentially, what what you're gonna do is, you're just gonna go back to to safety first to to get results, and then in like about six months, you're gonna be telling me that you you know whoever you appoint isn't playing the West Ham way. So you've got to say whenever I've watched him like at times they've played good stuff going yeah, forward yeah they have yeah I think his problem is is that he's not figured out what his best centre back pairing is at the minute yeah I think he's got problems in midfield and he's well. got problems in midfield so you can't play Noble and Wilshire together that's no enough. but Noble got dropped for the Wolves game didn't he so I think I think that's you know that's coming along he seems to have been like yeah no I'm, I'm not going to do that but I think he's got Everton away he's got next yeah that's not an easy he's got four he's got four quite tough games soon yeah I I know a couple of West Ham but I can see him I can see him winning one of Everton or Chelsea though yeah it's not impossible at all like he's but the thing is as I say it's you know what what do you actually want to be at West Ham Um, at some point you got a transition from, from being that club who are you know kind of essentially just struggling to, to survive in the Premier League like you've got money now and you want to play more expansive you, you've you got to take the pain for a little bit like you might end up only coming like 16th even this year but next year you'll be good like, yeah that's the thing isn't it like if you finish like 13th hmm. but you look good sort of as it goes on yeah then you, you've got to be in your mind look we, we'll do really well next year yeah like it's so if you if you bail out of this halfway through... Like, to me, this feels like the first time in a long time that they actually have some sort of plan that yeah. I can think of that's a, a decent way to go down and stuff. And, you know, it's usually a mishmash in it every year at West Ham. Yeah. For, for a long time, they've had a lot of... They've always been quite spotty, West Ham, as in, you know, they'll have... For a long time, they, they, they've not had too much of a plan, but they've tended to have at least a couple of players who could do something, you know, that, that looks good and, and gets them out of out of a mess. But I think this year, yeah, they, they've had a bad start and what comes next is hard enough that I don't see them finishing above about 12. But I think they will get to comfortable 
but you'll see along the way that they're actually working to something which long term will be a yeah, I viable think second half way of the season playing. like their form will look really good I think next year they'll be good they just need to, to, to see that stay the course or you know I mean like if, if their fans turn against him and, and stuff then they essentially can't complain about the football that comes out because to me like I was in America so mm. I wasn't keeping us up to date last year with the Premier League till I got home but it seems different than De Boer De Boer star yeah well like so De Boer's problem was he didn't score a goal no all looked like scoring a goal <laughs> Um, <laughs> he didn't score a goal and then he had four games straight after which meant there was a real possibility that they could have lost their first eight games scoring like once <laughs> yeah exactly um, to be fair with De Boer as well as soon as they appointed him like the first thing I thought about it was like you have like De Boer is going to try and get you playing like Ajax that's why you've appointed him and of all the squads in the Premier League you have the least suited to possession <laughs> football. You are entirely based around direct Get runners with the ball. Like that's that's what you are. You've got Benteke up front. Like you are not yeah, a possession it was, team. It was proper bizarre. This is insane. Um, so yeah, I mean that was just a terrible fit. And also, Palace. You know, obviously they have Premier League type money, but they don't have like West Ham have got money. West Ham went out and signed Felipe Anderson, who you know might not be as big now as it looked like he was going to be but that's still a... still spent 100 million this year yeah exactly and that is a you know that's a signing the Palace this summer seemed to have told Hodgson look mate yeah. there's not much out of it if you sell someone that's fantastic but yeah. we're not backing you with a lot of money it's well wrong Palace we should commend your boys Wilf again good old Wilf can't be he's just alright he's just alright like I've got a lot of time for him he seems like a real like straight shooter he so does to speak does, yeah. So, um, this week, there was an article, I don't know if it was, I mean, I didn't read it, so I might be off off point a little bit, but the, sort of on Twitter, you get like a headline and a yeah. very small synopsis of, hmm. um, you, did. you know, what the article's about. And then it said, like, are the Crystal Palace ladies after fund they had themselves? To, yeah, apparently they had to raise some money. Is it 250 quid per player? Yeah. To stay, stay afloat, and then it was like, oh, this is on the back of Palace offering Zaha like a a new bumper contract worth one hundred and thirty thousand, was it? It was a lot. And then it was like, you know, how can we do this? You know, you've got to be all in with the women's game, <laughs> and you've got to fund it and back it and stuff. And you know, if you're not going to have one fine, but you've got to back it, you can't sort of meet it halfway. Yeah. Like, and to be fair... But there was there is, no need to bring Zaha into Yeah, it. so like, there are some valid points there, but what's that got to do with, yeah. with Zaha and his contract? Yeah. And then he just went, all right. And then the next day... <laughs> just paid the bill. The next day, to be fair, Palace came out, didn't we, and said, look, it's yeah. not our professional players, but our reserve teams and stuff, we do ask that the mm. women raise the money like through sponsorship or whatever... You know, themselves. And I imagine that in the women's game, most reserve teams are like that. I'm not totally so. sure. I don't know. Yeah, but... Not totally sure. But then they released a statement in me saying, like, Zaha substantially like, yeah. backed him and stuff. And... He essentially paid. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, my favourite thing so about I saw a few, like, Crystal so like, Palace women's, like, Twitter accounts yeah. saying, like, how the, you know, 
grateful and stuff for Zahar and like he just seems like he loves Palace. Uh, yeah, that, and that was the thing with Zaha, like a lot of you know, sometimes like something like that can come across as a bit of a oh look at him, you know, just trying to be the big man. But like he didn't like he it wasn't him who said like, Oh yeah, I've done this. It was just like like the Crystal Palace yeah, ladies went, Look, that's uh well it's just done this. Like he just did it, like he just he just paid. He wasn't well, I think like, someone he wasn't like, in it for any did someone tweet at him or quote mm. him saying like he's done this and then he was just like oh, you know, oh he's happy to help and stuff. Yeah, exactly, yeah. Like, yeah, seems like a lovely, lovely fella. Alright, Rob. Would have been alright if he'd stayed at United. I know. He <laughs> should never have had that affair with Moisey's daughter. <laughs> that's is that even a thing? I, I do love those stories. I do. There's, there's so a couple in basketball which make me laugh. So there was I don't think the Wilf one's true. No, okay. I don't think any of them are really no, that true. Either. Do you remember the one like Kenton and I was apparently shagging Leslie Ash and that's why Leeds sold him? Because <laughs> oh, just to just to clarify, Leslie Ash was was dating um, Lee, Lee Chapman, Chapman from at Leeds. The time. Yeah. So Leslie Ash was also um, I forgot what her name is, but the blonde one in Men Behaving Badly. Yeah, yeah, can't remember what her name was. Uh, uh, Deborah, I think. That rings a bell. I think it's Deborah. Anyway. Yeah, so it's, uh, <laughs> moving on from that, yeah, it's always a lot of fun. My actual, my favourite story of that ilk ever is uh, the time one of the like Wigan players apparently shagged Andy Farrell's missus. So Andy Farrell beat him to within an inch of his life, and then the guy got sacked. <laughs> so, so Wigan just went, mate, um, that's Andy Farrell. That's Mr. Wigan. <laughs> yeah, you you've got to go. He's like, but he beat me up. Yeah, we don't really care, get out. Yeah. (laughs) You wouldn't do that, but why would you do that? It's just, yeah, why are you picking on Andy (laughs) Farrell's like Messi? Andy Farrell? Andy Farrell is going to beat you with impunity as well, because we're going to just going to go, yeah, whatever, mate, Uh, you've got to go. Yeah, that's just insane, but there there was a thingy one. There was a, a basketball one, like My Phoenix Sun. So Steve Nash is, like, by far, like, the best yeah, yeah. Suns player I've ever seen. And he's, he's probably the greatest ever Sun. Like, yeah. I think he is. And he got the old, like, you know, somewhat, one of the players, Jason Richards, and apparently had an affair with his wife. So <laughs> he just got traded. Yeah, as you do. And then he left his wife. <laughs> yeah, so like, I'm gone as well, so just so you know. Alright, so speaking of basketball, it's the uh, first game of, I mean... NFL. This is a tenuous link. It's, a, it's an American sport league. Um, <laughs> speaking of basketball, we've got <laughs> yeah. the first NFL game. <laughs> yeah, yeah, just thought I should clarify that. Um, yeah, so first NFL game. Um, tonight's two of Philadelphia. Philadelphia, people. Atlanta. So it's usually the reigning Super Bowl champs <laughs> open it up on Thursday. Yeah, so they've got, um, they've got Atlanta, which actually should be a really good game. Well, I've seen a lot of people much more versed in NFL than me picking Atlanta to win today. I don't know if that's the whole Foles is still quarterbacking, so but Foles diced up the Patriots. He did, yeah. He really did. Although Jeffrey is also not there, the wide receiver, yes. so he's probably undermanned a little bit. Yeah, I mean, you'd think... And like Atlanta as well, like the year before in, in the Super Bowl, they're, they're a good team, it's not like random as... Um, so yeah, it'd be interesting to see how it gets on. You gotta stay up and watch it, seems really not working. I am, yeah. Very much so looking forward to it. Got um Sanu having to play Sanu, which is annoying, and JJ. 
Oh, you got JJ? I've got JJ. Is that in I've our league? I've got Eagles. No, in my... This is all fantasy NFL. Yeah, so way, in my ESPN league, I've got JJ. And then on my Yahoo one, because I'm in free leagues, which is annoying, I've got Sanu. I have to play Sanu because Jeffrey's still on the PUP list. So yeah. What does PUP actually stand Physically for? unable to, to perform or something. Oh, okay. Whatever, to play, whatever. Um, anyway, uh, yeah, so uh, what, what was I saying about things and stuff? Oh, yeah, I had Sanu once. It's, it's a real pain. Because he's just... Well, he's just... He either does nothing or... Yeah. Throws a touchdown and yeah. catches up. Well, I don't know. It's hard to rely on a Sunu. Yeah. But hopefully I'll that. only be relying on him for at most two games. Well, I've got... So, we've obviously got a league that we're both in. Uh, but I am almost certainly going to win. I think we can agree on that. As we said, though. Because you've made your own database. I do If you don't database. win the league... Well, I'm going to laugh at you at least for six months. I think it's important to note that the database doesn't guarantee league victory, just good draft performance. <laughs> like if all my players were to somehow catch wind of the fact that they're on my team, arrange a meeting and be abducted <laughs> and never seen again, then the, the, the database can't obviously factor that in. So, you know, ju- just saying. But I've got, thanks to a terrible performance in, in, in our league last year by me, I had a second drafter, uh, second drafter position. Managed to pick up David Johnson, which I'm pretty excited about. Well, the one thing with David Johnson was was it last year he didn't tear his ACL, did he break his wrist or something? Yeah, he broke his arm. Yeah. So that's not a bad. Yeah, exactly. I thought he'd done his ACL for some reason. So that's not a terror, like you can live with that. Yeah, if I'd realised that that was like I. I drafted second in my other league as well. I took t- Todd Gurley in the first round. Yeah, you got to mix it up. You want the same lads in. Yeah, true. But then, you the know. Same team. Although I've realised that looking at my team, I am going to be rooting for at least a third of a league each week. <laughs> yeah, there's quite a lot of people, yeah. A lot of the time you'll be rooting for guys that you're against <laughs> Yeah. in another league and stuff. Yeah, that's a weird one, man. I See, I don't like that. I don't like having... That's why I like to have... Continuity. Yeah, I like a bit of continuity, because then I know what I'm doing. I've got, in my free leagues, I've got McCaffrey in two. Hmm. I've gone big on Christian McCaffrey this year. Like, I don't believe in him. Because I don't think he'll be a massive, like, runner. But I think that he can catch... Yeah, I think they, more or less, towards the back end of last year, found out what he's good at. Hmm. And then Stewart got released, didn't he? Or they just didn't re-sign him, so... The floor's more or less his. It is. I'm just yeah. hoping he doesn't get injured. Yeah, nobody wants that. I'm just hoping it? he doesn't get injured, but first time I've ever been able to draft Le'Veon Bell. And, and this, this has happened. Yeah, but I did pick up James Conner. Yeah. So it's... I drafted Con- So I knew straight off the bat when I was drafting that there's going to be potential holdout with Bell. Hmm. So I was like, if I just pick up James Conner, because all I'm hearing is that. Oh, James Conner's going to be really good and it's more or less about the offence. No, I have eight running backs in our league. Eight? Yeah. I think I have... How have you got eight, by the way? You've got five, mate. I I've have got eight five. running backs. And I thought I was hoarding them. Uh, so I have eight because I have I have Ingram. So I have... No, I have Ingram in Yahoo, actually. So, because Ingram's suspended for four games, I have Gillersley to backstop that. Um, and then fuck knows why I've got oh for you uh, guys that play NFL fantasy that is called a handcuff yeah it is yeah yeah. so basically 
I mean, it's not even a good one. The, the proper handcuff there is... Well, you don't want to handcuff the best teams. No. Really. Because... No, but I mean, like, essentially, once Ingram's back, yeah. their running backs are, are Ingram and... and well, I did, I did that um, a couple of years ago with the Ravens when it was a bit murky. I think I had mm. Alex Collins, Buck Allen, and whoever was their third guy, just in case. <laughs> But I've, done, I've, done, it, I've done it with the Packers this year. I know you have because in our keeper league you have to pick a team to yeah yeah. So I've got to keep the players and and draft. But in my Yahoo league, I've got Jamal Williams and Aaron Jones. Yeah, I need rid of at least one of those running backs. I need to turn one of them into a wide receiver. I think. Um, not sure who it's going to be yet. Uh, so all right, just before we go, so who would you? Do you have any kind of waiver uh, recommendations for people who do do fantasy NFL? Or any... Do you know they do those things for start and sit and things? Do you have any advice for people week one? So for week one, the waiver stuff, it's, it's mainly the 49ers running backs for me. It's yeah, with, it's either um, Alf Morris or Breda. He's gone down. Yeah. So the only thing with, with Morris, is I think Morris is a more every down back. Yeah, but apparently he doesn't know the offense, or he's still mm. finding his way in it. So they might use them both. Yeah, but I, people keep saying that oh, Morris is you know got a lot of tread on the tires and stuff, and he's a little bit mm. washed. But if you look at his yards per carry last year and stuff, it was four point eight or something. It's pretty like good. he ran well. He just you know was back up behind Zeke, but when he was given the chance, he he yeah, ran he fairly well. I proper called that wrong. Who would be like the, the Zeke thing when he was suspended? I totally miscalled who would be in I think I had Rod Smith oh did you yeah anyway um, and then the, the I think Gillisley is a, a decent decent shout if you you know if there's a, if there's a decent someone. yeah there's a decent chance he might not have been I think Peyton Barber's a good one if you've not got him yeah but I mean I, but I, I, I imagine Peyton Barber's listed him. as a starter so he should be owned you'd think um, but yeah like I think Gillisley's not a bad shout if if you, you know if you fancy a, a lad, uh, I think as a real outside shot that Jezza Hill is a decent long term option. We'll see, but I, feel, I don't know. I just I've feel like he might get. Him. I just feel like he might make it his. Like it depends. Depends with Jezza. I mean, it's a while since he was any good, but you know we'll see. We'll see. Um, in terms of start and sit him, you got you got any uh, big recommendations? Uh. I mean, I always like starting people like Drew Brees. Yeah, I mean, yeah, we're not counting people who are <laughs> obvious and clear starts, Rob. Uh, there's a few, like, you can take a flyer on, like, there's a few Jags receivers. Mm. It's a bit murky, though, and it seems it like is. they're doing everything to stop Blake Bortles throwing, which is a bit of a worry. There's not much going on. I think they'll just ride Fournette until his legs... Breaking off. Yeah, I'd imagine yeah. so. Would you say that you would recommend, if people haven't drafted yet, which would be weird as, that they do make that step up to, to draft John Brown? I mean, I did by accident. So that was a... I don't know what happened. Like, I don't know. Maybe I should stop doing this. But when it gets past a certain point in the draft, I like queuing players. Yeah. So I'll put players that I sort of... Not have unearthed. But players that I can hmm. think um, drafting way below what their actual projection is, hmm. you know, and just sort of have them in the corner, 
like on the, uh, the giraffe client, it has it on like the right hand side. Yeah. So as I was doing the John Brown one, it went to my goal. So it went from add queue to, to draft, draft in yeah. about a second, and I clicked. It doesn't have a confirm thing either, does it? Which no, is... you just as soon as you draft, it's done. As yeah, soon as you click on the draft. So like with with John Brown, I was thinking, oh, I, was it fifth or something at sixth? I went early on him. Mm. He went early. Like I was going to pick him anyway, but he was going to be a long term. Because again, John Brown, Crabtree's number one on there their depth chart but Brown's well more dynamic like he can yeah. stretch the field and he can work a little bit yeah, Crabtree's shorter Crabtree doesn't feel like Crabtree a, last year a lot of it was um, yeah you don't feel like a number one you don't feel like a number one I mean he is if you've got a, a quarterback that is consistently good I think because yeah, like he'll be a red zone I target think, Crabtree I like think he's you good are relying on, on the red zone more and like you know I mean we'll, we'll see how he gets on in uh well, I remember. I remember first week, maybe last year or or early last year, he had two touchdowns in a game. I drafted him last year, yeah. and I just flipped him for like Michael Thomas and someone else. Yeah, that's obscene. <laughs> oh no, that was it. To be fair, I remember going back. I didn't get the best of that actually. It was close, but I don't think I got quite the best. So mm. I basically I got Michael Thomas. But I got McCaffrey, and I traded Ingram, who had like a stonk in you. Yeah, he did. Yeah, and Crabtree. Yeah, did. So I um, I, I picked up it... Michael Thomas in his lucky year. Like I picked him up off waivers. Like he, he led me to the playoffs. He was incredible. Well, he's another one where like he was almost just waiting for Colston to get released. <laughs> yeah, and then as but... soon as Colston got released, he does everything for him. Yeah, like I just I, I picked him up on you know took a flight. He's really he was good. incredible. It's really good. But yeah, just just having a look at death charts. You've actually drafted two guys who I think are going to be putting up real big numbers at, at wide receiver in T.Y. Hilton. A lot of that is based on me assuming that Andrew Luck can throw now. But I think if 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 he can throw, I think T.Y. Hilton top frees it. Um, I mean, I'm not sure if he top frees it, but he'll do. Like like last year, he got was it 900 and summit yards mm-hmm. with people like me throwing to him. Yeah, exactly. I've Maybe, maybe he not. He always puts like, good numbers up when Log's there. So, yeah, I think... Because he works everything he does. Like He can go along, but he works a lot of the short stuff. Yeah, so I reckon if Luck stays healthy and can throw properly, I think T.Y. is then like a... He might not be top three, but he's like a... He's a real elite level he's wide a, receiver. Because I drafted him. Like, like on the um, rankings, he's always just outside 10. Yeah. But I think he could easily break top seven. Hmm. If he gets like luck every week, yeah. I drafted some for some reason my ESPN league. Someone released luck. Yeah, you mentioned that. So I've got so I've got three quarterbacks in my league. Hmm. So I'm hoping that I can flip one of like luck, Mahomes or Garoppolo. Yeah, yeah, that would make sense. But I imagine that I could get something really good for any of them. Yeah, if if one of them if, starts, if if one of them starts like a house on fire. Because yeah, out of the, out the three, I'm more worried about Garoppolo. Than mm, I like Garoppolo, I think he's good. So I like him, but I think a lot of the hot bluster about him last year was just 49ers were always quite competitive in their games and they finally had someone better than me and you at quarterback and started winning a little bit. Like He only had mm. seven touchdowns in was it five games. Yeah, it's not. But people amazing. were talking as though he'd thrown like what Deshaun Watson had done. 
Yeah, Sean Watson was incredible up until he... Which actually worked really well for me last year because the guy who drafted Deshaun Watson drafted him, in my league, drafted him as backup for for Cam. But then basically, so when it turned out he was he was as good as he was, the guy had benched Cam. Oh, and okay. So then I traded him... Basically, I traded... Uh, I traded away Jay Ajayi just before he went to Philadelphia and um, some very, very bad wide receiver, Jermaine Curse, and um, and I, I received Golden Tate and Cam Newton, and then basically literally four days after after that trade, Deshaun Watson broke in half, <laughs> and uh, JJ went to Philadelphia well, and our, essentially didn't... In our keeper league that me and you were both in, I was in trouble when Deshaun Watson blew up. Yeah. Because the Texans guy... So basically, just for a rundown of of the podcast, me and Ada are in a league where we pick like an offence. We mm. pick a team and then we draft eight players from that team. So it'd be like one quarterback, two running backs, two wide receivers, one tight end, a kicker, kicker defence. Yeah. Is that right? Yeah. yeah. You don't have to do that. No, but that's like one of the ways of doing it. What I yeah. did was I only drafted one running back and then I had three wide receivers so I could have mm. the Williamses as my uh, free with Keenan Allen. Yeah. So you pick a team, basically, and that means that because we're a 12-team league, we can only then pick from 18 teams in the NFL. So there's... Yeah. Is it 30? Yeah, 32. Teams. 32. So we're 20. So we can pick from 20 teams. Yeah. 18. So it's, it's harder for us guys to draft, so... I was up against a Texans guy because he's in my division, and yeah, Deshaun Watson was killing it. Because he was throwing everything to Hopkins as well. Yeah. And then uh, Lamar Miller was getting good, like running lanes to running because Watson's a dual threat and he was opening up everything. Yeah. And I was in real tr- For about six or seven weeks, I was in real trouble in our division because the Texans guy was putting up numbers every week. He really And really then as as well. so- a bit like you, as soon as the quarterback went down, it was like a house yeah, of cards. Right. So my, my team is for Packers. I actually spot Miami Dolphins, but there is a Dolphins, a, a Dolphins guy. He did win the league. So he's one of the originals. There's only... Yeah. I've been in it from the start. Dolphins guy has... For some reason, a 49 guy. 49ers yeah. guy is a gluten for punishment. And the Texans guy, that's us. Who is the commissioner? He's also my, my friend. Guy. Well, his team's actually not too... He always really drafts quite well. He's, he's real light at running back, though. Like as in, he, so he's got, he's got McKinnon obviously. Well, yeah, that's he did. So he's going to be starting Matt Vader, Burkhead, and Lewis at running back. Might see if he wants one of my running backs, one of the eight. <laughs> but he doesn't have anything that I want. Whereas you, well, that's do. the problem. Uh, so the other guy I reckon who will be, who will have a bigger than expected year is Devon Funches. So he's in a contract year. You always want when it's a contract year that a guy. You know, balls out a little bit because he is playing for that yeah. next big deal. And yeah, so I think they've moved. They've moved a little bit out of the way for him. So like, he's uh, their number one receiver. Obviously, Greg Olson still will probably be targeted the most, but at the yeah. wide receiver position, you'll get the most out of out of Funches. It's just he's another any Funches guy, player. Like he's big and stuff, but you never know what you're going to get from him on a week-to-week basis. So hopefully he has a nice, consistent year where... Yeah, well, you've got him in our I've league. I've got him in our league. I have him in another league and I've named my team after him, so I, I really need him to, 
to carry the can. Luckily in that league, I am so stacked at running back that um, I should be fine. So in that one, I've got Todd Gurley, Jordan Howard and Alex yeah. Collins. So I'm, I've more or less just taken that. Like, Keelan Cole's another who I took a fly. Oh, I've got Peyton Barber as well in that league now. Good to know. Because <laughs> <laughs> I imagine they'll be running the ball a fair bit without Jameis until he comes back. Yeah, hopefully he'll be pounding it in. Problem is, like, I've got Peyton Barber, but like I've got three running backs who I expect to be better than him. So he's just well, that's the thing. If, you keep, if he starts quite well and you keep him, you can flip him for something. Yeah, I'm going to try. I was trying to flip him for T.Y., but there was no uptake. There was no uptake. <laughs> I mean, and rightly so. Yeah. I know that running backs are usually a premium, but... Well, the guy's, the guy's set at running back as well, so I, you know, I need him to have two banner weeks to, to, to get yeah. him flipped. But yeah, anyway, so uh, so we should probably call that day. We'll, uh, you know, we'll report back. We should probably keep people updated roughly in the progress of our various of our league. Um, it's me against you, week six. Is it? Yeah, oh, that is I the just big saw week. that Breeze is on a bye. Yeah, I know. So I'm gonna have to actually pick a quarterback up from. Can I have Matt Ryan? No. Can you Matt Ryan? I only need a quarterback for one week. Yeah, so Matt Ryan will do you. <laughs> yeah, but. <laughs> I'm pretty sure you're going to ask for T.Y. <laughs> I wasn't going to ask for T.Y. I'll probably end I up having to go with like Mariota or someone for a week. It'll be someone crap. And I usually score really low against you. Yeah. It's usually you like every year, it's like me. 70. <laughs> yeah, you have an awful record against me. Um, yeah, I, 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 yeah, I generally struggle against Chief Sky for some reason. As in, I can't remember if it was last year or the year before, but... Like, because he's in my division, and I had two matchups against him. I had a look. I lost both by a combined total of. And if you're not familiar with, like, how this going works in ours, basically, I would say a hundred. If you got a hundred points, you'd you'd think you're in with a shout of winning. If you got hundred and ten, you'd expect to win. Yeah, <laughs> yeah definitely. Um, so like a hundreds the baseline every week. Yeah, so hundreds what what you're aiming for. Over the course of two games, I lost them both by a combined points differential of like one point two. Like I lost them both by. Remember like I remember I lost. Five-ish. Remember I lost one by no one year, which was a bit. I, like, I still don't know how that happened. Yeah, one of ah, I can't remember exactly what it was, but like basically one of one of my mates was was in like a was in in a league where he essentially lost. A, like he'd won. He won a matchup by about 0.1 or 0.2. And then something weird happened. Like something... Like they got the stats wrong or something. Yeah, there was a correction for something. It was like a fumble or something. But like it wasn't a fumble because that's like... That takes off like two so, points. Yeah. But it was something like Like a that. small reception, like a yard or something. Yeah, or maybe. basically something got corrected and he lost by, by 0.1. <laughs> it yeah, was that's hilarious. Alright, anyway, that's a lot of podcasting. So we should probably call it a night. Remind people to follow us on Twitter, yeah, bastards, at Aid Mike Podcast. And uh, yeah, we'll uh, we'll reconvene in what two weeks? Two weeks, yeah, after international break because I'm I'm away. All right, y'all, peace out.